with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800 CKLW, the information station. That day, for no particular reason, I decided to go for a little run. So I ran to the end of the road. And when I got there, I went on. I thought maybe I'd run to the end of town. <laughs> Chris Yuzinski and uh, Kelly Steele, welcome to Running Flat Radio. Uh, welcome. Cause you were under the weather last week. I was. So uh, we had a, an interesting conversation last week about the pricing of the marathon and mm-hmm. the half marathon and kind of where everything kind of laid out. And Which so, is some very interesting stuff. I don't uh, think a lot of people realize where their money goes. No, no. And, and we had a, we had some great, great feedback on that, by the way, where most people were agreeing that, you know, Run for Heroes is kind of, it's priced right in the middle uh, of, of, of most of those events, if not less, considering uh, the HST um, is, is included in, in those rates. So uh, that, that's all, all part of it. But, you know, it's, it's one of those interesting things that, uh, you know, it's the pricing perception, right? When you look at the fees and, and everything else and, and the, all the extras and if you want to make a donation, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all depends on the whole package. So you got to look at everything. You got to look at what you're getting. You got to look at the swag you're getting and then really make that that consideration. Eh, is it worth it or is it not in the value of it all? So. But the sad part is I think sometimes just people just look at, okay, look at my T-shirt, look at the metal. And that's all they look at and go, well, you know what? Is that really my $85 or my $100? We're really, their money does go towards a bunch of other things. Although, you know, when you look at a race like um, went New York this past weekend, I think they're wet up over uh, $200 now for Mm -hmm. registration, which is crazy. Right. I get that, you know, they need a lot more police officers, closed roads and stuff like that. Right. They, they probably spend, without a doubt, a million dollars on just policing mm-hmm. for that event. I mean, It's a lot of money for a race, though. It's a huge amount of money for a race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what city you're in, it's a lot of money. But, you know, you know, Run for Heroes is 85 road closures. When you look at, at what, what Alan's doing in Toronto with with uh, Scotiabank Waterfront, um I think he's closer to 500 road closures to, mm-hmm. to close down in, in Toronto. So, you know, I mean, it's all relative to, to those big metropolitan centers. Uh, urban runs are way more expensive uh, physically to, to do, right, with, with barricades, closures, and yep. obviously pylons, yep. which we know a little bit about. <laughs> but, you know, whereas the urban races are a little easier on, on, on the on the structural book to do that. So it's it, it's all relative. It really is. But then again, you know, when you got 35,000 or 50,000 runners, you can, you can put those costs across a lot of people. You know, versus the smaller races, which are in the rural areas, cannot. Mm-hmm. So, again, it all kind of comes out in the wash. So, Big news. Mm-hmm. Big, big, <laughs> big news last week was that the Pelee Island Winery Half Marathon for 2015 is sold out. Yes. I know that because my phone went crazy <laughs> with people it's texting me saying, out. oh it's my gosh, out. it's sold out. It's sold out. So for those who are just joining us and going, what the hell are they talking <laughs> about? Uh, running Flat is an organization that, that produces a lot of running events and uh, and some cycling events, which we will be announcing later on in the year. Uh, but one of the things that we, we talk about is is everything to do with running, whether it's the fitness, the shoes, you know, the tights, whether it's the nutrition, whether it's the events. We kind of dissect all different parts of, of the running industry to kind of educate you because maybe you might get interested in, in joining us for a race, mm-hmm. whether it's a running flat event or someone else's event. 
whatever. Uh, but, you know, we talk about all kinds of events. And today on today's show, we're actually talking about a non-running flat event. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the Jingle Bell Run. Oh, that's and been so, around yeah, for years. It's been around for 20 years, you know, out in Essex, Ontario. It's a, that it, run is always <laughs> It's always freezing. Oh, yeah. It's usually always windy. And yeah. it's usually snowing. It'll be interesting to see what happens this uh, weekend. It's a jingle bell run. And uh, and so at a quarter after the hour, uh, Tony DeSantis from uh, Essex County Community Living will be joining us talking about that event and that run. So, okay. so he'll be talking to us. So let's just go back to the Peely Island Winery Half Marathon that is sold out in 2015. Like we told you, it was going to be. And, uh, and it did, uh, what an amazing response that we got when we announced that it was sold out. <laughs> I, you know, poor, poor Carla, I think she's got a list of maybe 20 names of people that have got to get on and, yeah. and you know, like we have a waiting list. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in getting on the, on the waiting list, you can, because what ends up inevitably happening with that event is there's a christening that's come up that weekend. So, mm-hmm. so a runner can't make it and, and they want to sell their bib. And we, we like it when people sell their bibs. Uh, we, we don't frown upon it like other race directors or race organizations do because we actually promote it on Facebook. So you know, go to our Facebook site for Pelion Island Winery Half Marathon or even the Running Flat Radio site and then post. Say, hey, I'm looking for a bib for Peely if anyone's interested. And people yeah. always get injured because training hasn't right. even started for it yet. Right. So then there's always injuries to deal with. But the reason why it opened up so early this year is so you could get your reservation in the cottages and the mm-hmm. B&Bs and the campgrounds before they all closed for the season. Yeah. There's a lot of shocked people out there right now that oh, yeah. it's full. So that's full. There's still a waiting list. So come join us for that. And... Uh, you know, the other the great thing about the Peely Island Winery Half Marathon for 2015 was if you got your Canadian Running Magazine subscription <laughs> this week, near the end was a big two-page spread written by yours truly, yes, it was. Kelly Steele. It was a nice, uh, nice uh, layout. Tons of photos. You saw the photos they had. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was fabulous. It was it was really well done. I, I sent Michael Doyle uh, from Canadian Running a, a a thank you note saying, "Hey, really appreciate that." But yeah, I mean, as Canada's most southern half marathon, as as Canada's most southern kind of destination event, mm-hmm. most bizarre destination event in Canada, and probably the most exclusive half marathon in North America, it's 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 a half marathon on an island in the middle of nowhere. Well, and and like I said to you, you know, for us, you know, it's not really that that far from us. But yet you feel like you are so far away. Oh, and far. just with the island people and everything else, it really is like a whole different place. I love it. Yeah. As a participant, it would be an absolutely incredible experience. Mm-hmm. As a race director? <laughs> a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> it is a bit of a nightmare because there's just not enough helicopters to rent, like to help you out that day. Because yeah. frankly, what ends up happening is is we pack absolutely everything we possibly own in a series of vehicles hoping that we got it all yeah because there's no way of going back to and get it and i bet it. you every year there's one thing you've forgotten <laughs> now we're getting really good Are at you it. Getting we're, good? we're getting really really good at that uh you know i mean uh, andrew and the rest of the crew are, are, are incredible and and and, uh, and mike and, and they, they do an amazing job where, where they know exactly what, what we got to pack but it's it's truly that proverbial ten pounds of you know what into a five pound bag. Yeah. I love um, seeing all the portageons you just have to carry <laughs> over on the right. ferry. <laughs> yeah, and then we we portageon in. Uh, I think it's 
15 or six, 15 or 18, I can't remember mm-hmm. the number of portage johns we actually import onto the island, including, you know, the, the 50 jugs of, of water, five-gallon mm-hmm. jugs of water that we import as well um, for the aid stations. So that was why I wasn't able to get on the ferry last year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it, it, it is a bit <laughs> of a... Although I did lose my spot out to your bananas. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. Well, you need bananas. <laughs> I know. The bananas went on ahead of me. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we need the bananas. Yeah, I have no pull whatsoever. No, yeah, none whatsoever. <laughs> none whatsoever. But, but that's okay. It's okay. Everyone got on. Everyone took the ferry over. Everything was wonderful. But yeah, I, I actually, we, we do book up that entire ferry for running flat. Yep. So all of our gear is guaranteed to get on the island because without our gear, there is no race. <laughs> you know what I, I love the setup is when you get off the ferry. You don't even have to think, oh, where do I go get my right. bib? It's all right there. I like how you guys are sitting right there and you just walk right into it. Yeah, right in front of the uh, the Westview. Yeah. Yeah, we're Very sitting smart. at the Westview. There, there, there is something really smart about that. You can actually have a beer while actually <laughs> conducting all of your business. But no, but yeah, the idea is that you come off the ferry uh, when you're coming on the island and, and the running flat tent is right there to kind of help you out. So yeah, we're uh, really happy. It's sold out, so now we're just going to worry about the event experience, mm-hmm. the new design for the for the the medal, the the new design for the shirt will be released in the new year, uh, getting people excited. And same thing with uh, with our, our Le Chocolat, which is open and, mm-hmm. and, and and just screaming right now. The, the I told you my one request for that, eh? Oh, what's that? <laughs> Firefighters need to be shirtless when they're <laughs> handing out the medals. <laughs> the women would really, really like that. <laughs> I, I, you know what? We, we we could talk about that a little <laughs> bit later in the hour. You're listening to uh, to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. You can now buy a medium Seattle's best coffee from Max Convenience for just $1. But some people are a little surprised at just how tasty our premium coffee is. So what? You guys think you're all hot stuff now with your premium coffee? Is it like no tuxedo, no service? Do I have to RSVP for this coffee? Is there a velvet rope around it? It's just a dollar, sir, and you'll never wait in a drive-thru again. Well, la-dee-da. Look at me and my Seattle's best coffee. You've changed, Max. You've changed. Get your medium coffee, tea, or cappuccino for $1 at Max today. Max Convenience Stores. Need it? Got it. Max. This is what it sounds like when you don't load your PC Plus offers each week. This is what it sounds like when you do load your offers. Hey, PC Plus members, loading is better. Don't miss out on thousands of PC points every week. Sign into PCPlus.ca and load your offers before you shop. See PCPlus.ca for details and participating stores. The PC Plus program. You've got to load them to get them. You know what makes me happy sometimes? My thumbs. You know what makes me happy always? Using them to give the parking cop the thumbs up. Oh wait, wrong finger. Happiness sometimes is a hot potato. Happiness always is when a lobster joins your potato party creating Kelsey's lobster poutine with sweet potato fries, smoked cheddar, and habanero cream sauce. Try that and more from our new shiny Happy Hungry menu. Kelsey's, because our tagline isn't happiness sometimes. Happiness always. Winter traditions. Brought to you by Canadian Tire. Asking that sketchy guy for a boost. 
You know, when the only other car around belongs to a guy who makes you wonder, hmm, what else is in his trunk besides jumper cables? That's my business. Here's a better tradition. Getting your car winter ready with Canadian Tire Auto Service. Choose from our wide selection of batteries and collect e-Canadian Tire money on parts and labor at 10 times the rate with the options MasterCard. Bonus offers excluded. Canadian Tire, Canada's garage. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is, this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. And uh, if you're just joining us for Running Flat Radio, we are a show all about running events. And you can't talk about running events in the Windsor-Essex region without talking about our next guest. <laughs> So uh, for 20 years, uh, they've been holding the uh, the Jingle Bell Run in Essex, Ontario. And I think and it's always started at Ken Knopp, right? I think it always has. And, and joining us right now is the manager of community relations and resource development over at Community Living Essex County, uh, Tony DeSantis. Tony, how are you? I'm doing very good, Chris. How are you doing? We're doing awesome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so you know what, Tony, tell us a little bit about the Jingle Bell Run. Well, you know, it is one of our premier events. It's a fundraising event, obviously, for Community Living Essex County uh, in support of, of um, people with intellectual disabilities across the throughout, throughout Essex County. We support well over 600 people and uh, with intellectual disabilities and their families. So we, um, we have this, this run that, uh, you know, has, um, that is being supported. It has been hosted by Ken Knapp Ford. Uh, pretty much from the beginning, like, so uh, it's in there, it's in his parking lot, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, it started off, you know, when I when I first started twelve years ago, uh, it really was uh, in the parking lot, literally. I mean, we had a tent, yeah, and um, you know, we had uh, we had a band, maybe a DJ, and we kind of started off with, uh, I believe we may have uh, had about one hundred and fifty people at the first first event. We we're giving out prizes to everybody, and it was just a simple five k run walk. And then from there, it's kind of expanded. You know, we've had a lot of support from the community uh, throughout Essex County, which has been just great. So, um, you know, I, I would say probably over the 20-year period, we've probably raised well over $200,000, which is which is great. You know, nice. it's a nice way to a nice way to kind of usher in the holiday season as well. You know, and, and of course, it's um, a race event. It's, it's sponsored by a race, or it's uh, sanctioned by them. So we've got their support in setting it up. And uh, so, again, you know, it's a 5K run uh, or walk or a 10K uh, run. And uh, it's really a combination of both, um, you know, kind of covers everything. It could, you could have, a, you could be competitive runners and participate, but then you can also be, you know, the, the person who's kind of just starting out and wants to come out with their family and do a 5K run or simply do a walk. And uh, so we, 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 you know, we've had people from all over the place and all different walks of life. Um, like I say, people who are really serious about running, and participating, and then those who simply want to come out and uh, support the charity. So we welcome everyone to come out and, and enjoy the uh, enjoy the day. Tony, this run's been around for 20 years. That's quite a long time. What do you think's been the really big drive for this? Like, why do people come out? What makes your race different than all the other races out there? Well, you know, I like the fact that it's steeped in tradition, I think, too, the fact that it's been consistent, and I think there's something to be said about that. Uh, we also operate uh, or participate in the Ruth and Apple Festival, which we just celebrated 35 years. And, you know, a lot of the volunteers that we had from uh, from the beginning, well, many of them are still hanging around. So uh, Jingle Bell Run is very much the same. Our chair, Bob Blair, at Ken Knapp Ford, I mean, bless him. I mean, he's been around and leading this thing, and he's got a little group of people that have been helping helping him along that are connected, um, you know, to the whole the running and the racing. 
And uh, I think that's where it begins. It really starts with the corporate sponsor and Ken Knapp Ford and being able to play the host and realizing how important it is. And it's really become a win-win situation for both our community uh, organization and then also, uh, you know, a, a business, a local business. So I think it starts there. We have a good connection in terms of the community. And the nice thing about uh, the organization, Community Living Essex County, we provide services throughout throughout Essex County. So. When people say, well, it's a run, it's a fundraising event, well, who's it for? It's for an organization that really reaches out to a large extent of Essex County and the Windsor area, and so people are connected that way. And and friends suddenly start talking to others, and I think we've had a, you know, a, a pretty good successful run. Uh, you know, I don't want to use the pun, but it's true. It, it, we've had a really successful event where people have come out. Um, they have a good time. We provide a lot of value. People pay, you know, their registration fee, but it goes beyond that. They they get together with families and family and friends and kind of come together and have fun. You know, kind of meet. I'll meet you at the Jingle Ball Run. Um, they can still get their points, you know, to go towards race and have a competitive event, but yet uh, in an atmosphere, a real festive atmosphere of, um, you know, of spirit, of community spirit, of Christmas spirit, I guess. And you know, Santa Claus comes out. We've had music there. We've had. Lots of prizes this year. We've got a bunch of corporate sponsors that have stepped up and going to be providing us with some great prizes. Uh, our friends from Beachwalk Fitness are just, you know, opening up down the road and they're giving us some memberships for prizes. And you know, we got those kind of people that are just kind of stepping up in the community, and it's just a wonderful thing, you know. And and, um, and obviously, as a spokesperson for the for the community uh, for the organization itself, what's really neat about this event is the fact that we have people we support, people who are. You know, have an intellectual disability, and they could have uh, physical disabilities as well. And uh, if people don't know about our organization, they will once they participate participate in this event. Whether they're running or they're walking, we um, have a lot of people we provide direct supports to and their families who participate in the event. So they'll see people that we support, people that are in wheelchairs, uh, some people that just you know come on out with their families and stuff. So. They can walk side by side with people we provide direct supports to, get a real sense for what the organization uh, that they're supporting uh, is. Uh, even if they just show up to, to run, a byproduct of it is the fact that they're providing supports uh, to our organization. So, yeah. so kind of cool that way. So Tony, can you give us like a like a definition of what support is? Sure, absolutely. Uh, what kind know, of services do you offer? Of, yeah, a variety of variety of supports. It could be everything from um, day supports, where we'll have uh, a person who is uh, has an intellectual disability who uh, wants to volunteer in the community or wants to uh, maybe participate in some recreational activities. So the day supports could be something as simple as transportation services to to and from uh, a recreation complex uh, to the Volmer complex uh, to uh, the Shirt complex in Leamington. We have uh, you know uh, trained staff part-time and full-time staff that uh, help out in terms of getting them involved, participating with them, um, you know, signing um, individuals up for some of these events. Uh, employment supports is huge, too. People that we provide direct supports to want to be a part of the community. It's all about inclusion with us, and uh, they, you know, they're trying to um, uh, get involved in their community. And, and one of the things that we do is uh, we have a supported employment program where we connect them to opportunities within the community where they can work part-time, where they can work full-time, um, you know, so they can they can do that. And uh, then we also have a large uh, support for families as well. We have a respite support uh, where we, uh, a family has a son or daughter who has an intellectual disability, and they also have other members in the family, uh, other children in the family that sometimes 
you know, it, it really takes a lot of work sometimes uh, during the course of the week, and then sometimes they uh, just need a little bit of relief. So we have respite supports where we'll, we'll oversee uh, the care of their son or daughter for a weekend so they can spend time with other family members or just kind of have a little bit of a break. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really is all-encompassing. Uh, we cover a large, large area, um, and uh, we do it in partnership with a lot of, a lot of other groups. We right. have a a self-advocate group that goes out and we go talking to groups uh, in the community, kind of develop partnerships. And, and uh, so it's community partnership. A lot of it is advocacy work. Right. How, so, how, many, how many employees do you have? Uh, we are actually, when I tell people, it, kind of, it really does surprise people. We have well over 600 people that we employ, uh, both part-time and full-time, about 450 full-time equivalent, and the rest of them are part-time. So because we provide services on a 24-hour basis, mm. You know, we need to have okay. a lot of employees. Uh, and we also provide supports to well over 600 people um, across Essex County. So we're one of the larger community living organizations uh, in our area, um, you know, stretching in the southwestern region. So, um, you know, when, when people see that kind of thing and, and they, they say, well, I'm going to go out and have a good, healthy day with my family, go running and doing things, they're also contributing uh, to our organization, and which, which we are extremely thankful for. Um, we do provide... I mean, we do receive most of our funding from the provincial government. Yeah, so, so Tony, hang on through uh, the break. We're, we're just going to break right now. Uh, when you come back, I do want to ask you some more questions about the run itself. Absolutely. You're, you're listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. the gigantic home improvement closing sale at Hardware Liquidation Store by Rona. Visit us today at 7350 Catherine Street in Windsor for unbelievable savings for your home improvement project and much more. This week, get an unbelievable 50 to 75% off original ticket price on everything in store. Visit Hardware Liquidation Store by Rona weekdays from 9 till 8 and on the weekend from 8 till 5 at 7350 Catherine Street in Windsor. Certain conditions apply. Details in store. Uh, come in, Space Explorer. What is your visual? Sweet mother of pearl. Space Explorer, what is it? Epic awesomeness of amazing proportions. Space Explorer, state your visual. Do you copy? Control, I see it, and it's incredible. Out of this world, TV entertainment has landed. Introducing TiVo service only from Kojiko. It'll change the way you experience TV. Visit kojiko.ca slash TiVo. Kojiko, how can we help you? AM800. Well, as far as who's concerned, we get everything from AM800. CKLW. I can stream you on the internet or my phone. I listen to you more than I watch TV. Local news first. I'm Simon. I'm Susan. Weekdays, I go to the club. It's a great start before class. It's a great start before work. The club is a second family to me. I'm Simon, and I attend the Breakfast Club of Canada. I'm Susan, and I volunteer at the Breakfast Club of Canada. Thanks to the club, 82,000 children in Ontario can enjoy a nutritious breakfast. Visit breakfastclubcanada.org to do your part. It's 7.30. From the AM800 News Centre, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex. An information update with Paul Pedro. 
The Windsor Sexual Assault Crisis Center is calling for the focus of the Gian Gameshi scandal to switch from violence in the workplace to sexual violence while dating. Executive Director Lydia Fiorini says women need to be better protected when in a relationship. OPP officers in Lakeshore are searching for some stolen tools taken Sunday afternoon around 2.30 on North River Road when the owner of a truck ran out of gas. $12,000 worth of tools, including chainsaws and other power tools, were stolen from the back of the truck. And the 10th annual Essex Region Goodfellows Charitable Newspaper Campaign is set for November 14th and 15th. All funds go to local food banks in Essex County. AM 800 Sports, the Wings are in Ottawa tonight. The Leafs play in Arizona at 9. The Habs are home to Chicago. And the 73s are hosting Alvinston right now. Essex up 2-0 after one period of play. From the AM800 Weather Center, showers ending tonight, then partly cloudy. Gusty wind all night again and a low of 5. Mainly sunny tomorrow, a high of 13. A few clouds Wednesday night with increasing clouds after midnight. 60% chance of showers before Thursday morning and a low of 7. Right now in Windsor-Essex, 11 Celsius, that's 52 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. And uh, welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele, and uh, on Running Flat today, we're actually talking about the Jingle Bell Run, Walk, and Wheel uh, in its 20th year in Essex, Ontario, this Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. this Sunday at 10 a.m., and uh, and on the line right now is the uh, the manager of community relations and uh, resource development, Tony DeSantis. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm doing good, Chris Kelly. So, so hey, let's. So we talked a little bit about the organization. You have 600 employees, all the great work you guys do. You also, at the same time, have 600 clients out in the community throughout Windsor and Essex County, mm-hmm. and in. Really, this is you know for us is the Ruth and Apple Festival is one thing, but but I think this is really the uh, the signature event that that I've always associated your your organization with is is this. I think I've done it four or five times mm-hmm. uh, over the last decade, and uh, and I'm doing it this weekend mm-hmm. with uh, with Ethan and Deb. Yeah, we and, used to always bring your kids out, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, a nice family yeah, event. We'll, we'll be there, um, and you have a 5K and a 10K. Can you talk about the course itself? Yes, absolutely. Well, we start, we're going to start right at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. So the start and the finish is going to be right directly in front of Ken Knapp Ford. So uh, you'll be able to see uh, the starting um, line right there, and everything will be set up for you. So we're going to start at 10, and uh, we're going to go right into Essex, the town of Essex. So uh, for anybody who's never been in, in beautiful downtown Essex, you'll have a nice experience being able to walk through. We'll have a lot of the, the organizations or the businesses downtown will be cheering us on, and and kind of encouraging people. We'll take that all the way down to uh, Iller Avenue, um, which is right in the heart of Essex, and then there'll be a turnaround. That will take us uh, all the way up to those who are going to be doing the 5K. We'll be going right up to about uh, the Ellis Side Road. For those who are familiar to the Ellis, it's on the way to um, County Road 19, which uh, is Manning, of course. So basically that'll be the 5K, and then, and then turning around there, there'll be a turnaround, and then heading back to Kenap Ford will be the 5 uh, that'll be the 5K run or the walk. The 10K run, of course, is the same. We'll be going into Essex and turning around um, and then uh, really finishing just before Dawson 
which is uh, a cross road just before you hit uh, hit Manning Road. Again, turning around at the turnaround, there'll be those will be all indicated, all the kilometer markers, everything will be clearly marked. Turning around and then again finishing um, at, uh, at very directly in front of Kenap Ford. So you'll have a lot of people kind of cheering you on if you want to bring your family and friends kind of to hang out at the uh, at the line at the, the end uh, start finish line. You know, by all means, that'll be great. So what I want to just mention that you know. People can access all this information uh, on our website, on our homepage at www.communitylivingessex.org. So you'll see the icon simply says 20th Annual Jingle Bell Run, Walk, and Wheel. Click on that. You'll have the map, uh, all the details in terms of registration as well. So let's let's just quickly talk about the registration because you can register through onlineregistrations.ca uh, for the event. And um, registration costs... Um, are forty dollars? Uh, registration costs. Uh, what we've got outlined is uh, actually it's a variety of ways of doing it. One way you can either pay the registration fee, or people can collect pledges. Obviously, it's a fundraising event for Community Living Essex, so fifty dollars in pledges per person, or they can just simply pay for the uh, the registration fee. So for those who are not involved in uh, the race, uh, or are not run, run um, I'm sorry, not race members, it's thirty-five dollars. For race members, it's 37, and if for 12 and under, it's uh, it's 10 dollars. Now, we also I don't want to fail to I don't want to fail to mention this. We have a little elf run too before <laughs> the race begins, which is for uh, those that are six and under, and that starts at 9:45 a.m. just prior to the main race, and uh, you can bring your little one, and uh, we'll have uh, an area that they will have a little run, a little race, and then everyone gets a little prize at the end of it. So we. I want to encourage families to come out and, and do that. So there's a variety of ways to try to make it really simple for people. Again, the online registration has been really popular. Now that closes at 4 p.m. on November the 7th. So you still got lots of time in order to go online and fill that out and just, you know, credit card payment if you'd like. You can also do it in person. You can do that a couple ways. You can come in at Community Living Essex County at our office in Essex at 372 Talbot, uh, ending uh, registration ends at 4 o'clock um, on November 6th, which is Friday. So, you know, you can come on in and, and bring your registration form if you wish. Do the you other part a... of it is if you go online, you want to download your registration form, you can do that and bring it the day of the race. So Sunday morning, uh, November the 9th, between uh, 8 a.m. and 9.45, come on in. We can register you. That way, if you feel and you get up in the morning, you go, you know, I want to go do a 5K or a 10K, <laughs> whatever, by all means, you come on in. And even if you don't want to download the registration, you can come. You can register the day of the event. So that's not a problem. For those who are pre-registered, so once you've registered, I mean, you can go to Ken Knapp either on Friday or on Saturday and uh, pick up your pre-registration package. That'll be uh, that'll include your chip timing. Uh, it'll give you a little information about community living and some of the sponsors that are involved. And anyone um, who uh, registers uh, up to, uh, we've ordered 325 toques. So for the first 325 participants, Sweet. we'll get a free toque, <laughs> uh, compliments of both Ken Knapp Ford and Community Living Essex County, and those are pretty popular. Do you find that most of the people are registering via the pledge form? Well, you know, I, last year the majority uh, were online registrations. I think people find that it's easy, um, although we did have uh, quite a number, um, kind of a rush at the end where people, I think, were kind of taking a look at the weather and then coming in and just registering on the, on the Friday of last year's event, just prior to the event. So it's a real mixed bag, but a lot of them, more and more um, people are you know, trying to look at, uh, trying to get this done prior to, and getting all that stuff done. And it's all about convenience. So uh, online registration was uh, where we had it last year. Again, we try to give people as many options as possible, Chris. As you know, people 
sometimes register way ahead of time, and, and some just wake up the day of and decide they're going to, you know, depending on the weather, will come out with their families. So we encourage whichever. We're welcome. We've got lots of food. That's one of the things <clears throat> that we have uh, prepared for. We have uh, pizza and hot dogs for all of the participants, lots of water for those who are um, running or walking, and then also after the event, we've got coffee and hot chocolate, um, you know, just to prepare for the elements. Uh, we'll all be under a big tent. There'll be big yeah. tents there, of course, as you know, to, to prepare us. And uh, there's uh, the bathrooms the, uh, right there. And so there'll be a nice place to warm up. We'll have uh, there's a DJ providing a little bit of music. There'll be medals for uh, for those with the top finishes. Um, and then, of course, uh, we've got some prizes that everyone's going to be able to get uh, in on, and that would be the right. uh, memberships, the health memberships. So there's a little bit for everybody. What we're hoping to do, Chris, is to to have every out of, everybody out of there by 1 p.m. Uh, just in time so they can catch the Lions game as soon as Well, so. you know, look, at going back a couple weeks ago uh, when I realized that, that this was coming up, I put in my Facebook feed that, you know, we, we have to support this run. This run has been around for 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a great event. Uh, I can't imagine the holidays with without the Jingle Bell run. And um, so for more information, go to onlineregistrations.ca. Uh, go go to your website and uh, and also check out your Facebook page, and uh, and you know we'll, we'll put a link on our, our running flat Facebook page as well uh, to the registration for that. So I appreciate that. One last thing I also want to mention that uh, because of our, our host Ken Knapp Ford, one of the things that he's also what they've done is provided a Facebook like campaign. So if you go to that page, the Facebook uh, page uh, Ken Knapp Ford's Facebook page, and you click on like. Uh, for every like, they're going to contribute three dollars towards Community Living Essex County, oh, which is really sweet. nice. And uh, all the information about the run is also on their Facebook page, along with ours. Three bucks a like. Yeah, that's not nice. bad, eh? Wow. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah, that's so, huge. Yeah, and uh, so it's another way for us to generate some some funds uh, in support of people with intellectual disabilities. Yeah. So we really appreciate all the support, especially you know being on the air here with you. Yeah, uh, it's truly appreciated. Yeah, no problem, Tony. We'll, we'll see you on Sunday morning, and and good luck. Okay, well, thank you very much, Chris Kelly. Thank you very much. We uh, again, on behalf of all of us at Community Living Essex County, we hope that you will join us as we jingle through Essex <laughs> this weekend. We'll see you. On you guys Sunday. do great work. Thanks, Tony. Okay, really thanks. Appreciate Take that. care. Jingle Bell Run this Sunday in Essex. Race fans. And you know what? I was just glancing over at the weather, and I noticed snow flurries on Saturday. So, and really, as much as this race has always been crazy cold. It kind of should be because it's Jingle Bell, oh, right? Kind of gets you yeah, into that. As much as you're cursing the fact it's it's really cold and windy, it still kind of puts you into the spirit. But they have a tent. They have a they tent, do have, and, and, and that tent's usually jam packed, <laughs> which is kind of cool. You get to know people. You know, yeah, I love the run. Yeah, and and the other big event that's coming up too is is the pub run. Mm -hmm. You know, the Running Factories pub yeah. run that's coming up. Well, and I'm, you have your Santa run uh, next weekend too. <laughs> The Essex um, Conservation the, yeah, Authority. Yes, right? they, they have the they have their, they have their Super Santa run. Yeah, that is correct. So you know what we with without every week we have to do the song of the week, That's and our right. and our song of the week is all about kind of a motivating song, and you know not, nothing is better than than some Kasabian, and uh, this is uh, Kasabian's latest. It's Easy A on Running Flat Radio on AM eight hundred CKLW.
don't do good TV, we do the news. Sunday on HBO Canada. We're risking everything. You know how this is going to end, right? Emmy winner Jeff Daniels returns. We need to get the trust of the audience back. There's no question we have to do the story. We're not going to let any of my guys land in jail. For the final episodes of the groundbreaking HBO series. If you have our back, then we're not going to let you get shot in yours. The Newsroom. Season premieres Sunday at 9, only on HBO Canada. Past seasons available on demand. Subscribe now. The Morning Drive on AM 800. Is there any way it's ever going to work? Is it possible for them to ever live happily ever after under one roof? At 620, can dogs and cats live together peacefully? I need your help. And at 720, what's your favorite thing to do when you're bored? Eat, sleep, shop? Like you? Yeah. Yeah. At 750, we'll play the impossible question, and you can win tickets to Mary Poppins by the Windsor Light Music Theater. The Morning Drive, weekday mornings 5 till 9 on AM 800. Woohoo! High five! How about a high elbow? Oh, can you get that door for me? Jeremy's. Can somebody please press six? My hands are kind of full with this latte, so. Oh, sorry. I don't shake. Knuckle bump? Right on. It's okay to touch stuff again. Get your flu shot at Shoppers Drug Mart. Visit our pharmacy and have your flu shot administered by an injection certified pharmacist. No appointment necessary. Subject to vaccine availability. Ask your Shoppers Drug Mart pharmacist for details. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Showers ending tonight, then partly cloudy. Gusty wind all night once again, a low of 5. Mainly sunny tomorrow, a high of 13. A few clouds Wednesday night with increasing clouds after midnight. 60% chance of showers before Thursday morning and a low of 7. Showers Thursday, a high of 10. 60% chance of showers Friday and a high of 5. Once again, tonight, showers ending, then partly cloudy. Gusty wind all night once again and a low of 5. This is a song about the flu. You can get it from a chair or from a desk, which isn't fair. You can get it from a touch, though that doesn't seem like much. It can travel through the air, it's a germ, so it don't care. So here's what you can do. Get the shot and stop the flu. You can't always protect your kids from others. So get free flu shots for your family. Visit Ontario.ca slash flu for a location near you. Paid for by the Government of Ontario. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800. Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star on Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. Or if you are downloading us on podcast uh, through iTunes or through uh, runningflat.com, we welcome you. And uh, and there's 36 other shows that you can download. You 36, know, every, eh? 36. I was looking at it. I was going, wow. You know, we had Meb on, you know, before he won Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had a whole bunch of, of great guests. Bart Yasso. Which uh, one was your favorite one? It's 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 still gotta be the Fred Fox interview where oh, yeah. where I called Terry Fox a stubborn bugger, <laughs> <laughs> and and he admitted he goes yeah it's a family trait it's a Fox family trait, <laughs> um that that's a great one but you know even even the heart health you know which which I think we need to readdress as well absolutely well, especially after the Hamilton yeah I mean yeah we we there was a. a well, there was a runner who went down in, in Hamilton, and he passed away. Fifty-six mm-hmm. uh, year old or fifty-five year old uh, gentleman, and you know, our you know, our hearts go out to the family, 
you know, because he was doing something that he loved and it was really sudden, you know. It, it's a part of the sport, but yeah. it's a part of everyday life. You know, sure. I, I bet you people in public spaces, um, you know, they, they die more often than, than, than we do runners in, in marathons. But it, Guaranteed. It, but it just makes the media and it makes the headlines because... <sighs> We're supposed yeah. to be healthy. We're doing something fit, and, you know, that happens. Right, and, and 100% of the time, and, and I was on Facebook battling this out I this week. That. 100% of the time, it's an undiagnosed heart condition. Absolutely. And, and the cardiologists that we've had on these shows mm-hmm. talk about it, and they agree. 100% of the time, it was an undiagnosed issue that that runner had, did not know, that runner did not have, have the knowledge of. And, and unfortunately... The sport is designed in a way where it really kind of promotes that, where we tell people who've been running at 85%, 90% of their maximum heart rate, all race long. Mm -hmm. And then they're coming up to the last 600 meters, the last kilometer, and they're seeing the crowds. They're hearing the music. They hear the announcer egging them on to go faster and finish strong. Now, all of a sudden, they're at 120% of their maximum heart rate, and they hit that finish line and explode. And and, and that's why, if you look at all the facts and figures of the United States regarding cardiac incidents in running, in marathon, literally... 90 some odd percent, I don't have the number in front of me, happened within the last 500 meters of the race Mm -hmm. because of that exact reason. Well, look at uh, Detroit when it happened in Detroit. Most of those guys were in the 2009, three fatalities in one race. In the 37 years that race has been in existence, five people have had issues. Mm -hmm. Right? Which shows you. And you know what? Like, you know, I, I'll get people that say to me all the time, oh, you know, great sport you do. You know, I'm probably going to drop dead of a heart attack. Well, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I would much rather drop dead of a heart attack doing something I love than drop dead on the couch while my head's stuffed in a bag of chips. <laughs> you know, like seriously. That's Are they wavy lays? With, with dill pickle chip dip. <laughs> Perfect. But, but you're right. And, and with all due respect to people who come up to you and, and, and have come up to me for many years and said that and you feel like hitting them mm-hmm. because it's like that's the most moronic thing you could ever say to a person. You know, that, oh, yeah, well, it's a smart that's going to kill you. <laughs> You've heard it. I've heard it a million times. So have all the other runners. It's not true. Okay. It is not the sport that's going to kill you. It's the sport that's going to make you healthier. It's going to make it's going to make you friends. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet people you, you, you've never gotten a chance to meet. You're going to have experiences you're never, ever going to have to do. You, you know, and if you choose to, like like we do, travel two, three times a year to destination events, we're going to, you know, whether it's Chicago or whether it's Cleveland, you know, mm-hmm. we, just even staying around the Great Lakes, awesome experiences in running. And, you know, it, it's amazing because with a lot of the running groups that I coach, a lot of the runners I coach, one of the things that they that they didn't realize is the social part of it. They come out and yeah. they run with a group and they don't realize that, you know, if you're training for a marathon, there's times when you're running for three hours with, with these people and the bonds that form are really crazy. Like my last Kelly's crew group, when we started in, um, in July, it was all strangers. No one really knew anyone by the end of it. People were actually sad that, that the clinic was over and that we had to part ways until January because you get that close with these people, yeah. which is really, really nice. And and you get each other. For those four months that you're together, you get everything you get. You know, you have conversations that you never thought you'd <laughs> ever have with someone and you're, you're just winging them out, you know, hey, has anyone had this problem? And it, it's the coolest thing. It's what I truly love about running, those yeah. bonds. 
you're right. I look back at the ultra marathon days of the World Alzheimer's Day run, the, the two 100s that we did, yeah. and, and the eight guys that, or nine guys, or 12 guys that would start that race, and, and the six or eight that would finish it. And those are people that I will take to my grave as my best friends. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know whether it's, you know, Darcy Haggith, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the guys, uh, Andrew, all, all the folks who, who, who were there in, in, in that 13-hour, we used to call it the death march. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So my fondest memories of of, of my life. And you know, those people are the people that you can always count on. My runner friends are amazing. Yeah. They just truly are. Well, there's a bond. Mm, Absolutely. There's a bond. They've seen you at your worst. They've seen you at your best. (laughs) No, they've seen me at the worst. (laughs) And and they got the shirt to prove it. (laughs) With their name on it. So, but yeah, running is is an amazing sport on a a lot of levels. One is it's going to make you healthier. Any which way you look at it, you're you're, going to feel a lot healthier. You're going to be outdoors. You're going to absolutely love what it does to your body. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, stick with it. Stick with it. I know Absolutely. I know. if you're starting right now, you're going to be starting into the winter months. It's okay. Yeah, it's a little cold, but you're going to be warmed up in the first I half love, kilometer. I love winter running. I just do. I, I love when you come in, you have the, the, your cheeks are all cold, both cheeks are cold, and you just have, you know, you just feel really good about it. The fact that no one else was outside, and, and my favorite is running on those nights when it's the fresh snow, yeah. and it's so quiet, and it's just, it's almost eerie. I just love that. And, and talking about winter running, we're, we're going to get uh, Gary Belanger and the Running Factory guys on, and we're going to talk about gear, mm-hmm. winter running gear that you need to own, you need to put in your in your, in your repertoire of, of running gear. You know, there's an expense there. You're, you're going to spend three, $400 on decent winter running gear, the jacket, the shoes, the... Uh, the tights, mm-hmm. you know, the pants, the underwear, uh, the underwear that's going to block specific parts from windchill. <laughs> uh, you're going to really love that pair of underwear. I just realized, I'll tell you I what. didn't know that they have the women's pair for your butt cheeks. Really? I didn't know. I knew they had them for the guys. I didn't. So yeah. all these years, my butt has been cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going and buying a pair. So, you know, the, the socks, which are important, along with, you know, the balaclava, the hat, yeah. You know, or whether it's just the uh, the thing that just covers your ears. I don't know what the hell do you call Ear that band. thing? Ear band, whatever, and, uh, and and the gloves, and and of course your eyewear. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. there's the package you need to kind of have in your repertoire, depending on wind chill, on conditions that you're going to want to pull from, mm-hmm. or or just say, hey, it's going to be sunny. I'm okay with with just that or a hood, you know, on going out one way. What a lot of people are surprised with is how light you can actually go. I think some people think you need to be, it needs to look like the, the Michelin man there yeah. with all these big layers. And really, you can go out with, with three layers of pretty thin stuff and you're warm in some of the coldest weather. So we're going to have those guys on. We're going to talk about that. I'm still trying to get uh, uh, a respirologist from the University of Western Ontario, London Health Sciences, the Dean of Respirology. I'm trying to get him on to talk about the conditioning of your lungs before you go out. Yeah. So for those of, of you like me who suffer from, from asthma and, and other respiratory conditions, there are things you can do to warm up your lungs before you go out and actually run in the cold air. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to have him talking about that as well. I'm trying to get Dina Castor on this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I love Dina Castor. Mm-hmm for a lot of reasons but you know her, her performance at, at new york uh this this last uh weekend was was absolutely incredible and uh and to get her on would be uh 
a real coup. So I'm hoping to have her on. Uh, Do you remember when she ran in, I think it was Athens Olympics. She broke her foot. Remember during the marathon? I think it was Athens, wasn't it? She broke her foot. It was. I remember it was one of the Olympics. She was running the marathon and she broke her foot and had to pull out. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, I, I know that, you know, watching a bunch of interviews with, with, with Kara Goucher mm-hmm. um, and, and her were, were just amazing. I do have a great Kara Goucher story. Yeah. Uh, I, I flew into New York a couple of years ago. I had a meeting with uh, with Bill Clinton in, in, in Manhattan, and, mm-hmm. and I was in LaGuardia. And so I'm in a suit. Uh, uh, Manisha, my partner at the time, uh, was, was in a suit as well. And down the escalator comes this girl in, in tights, <laughs> right? Athletic top running shoes and a backpack and she's all, cute all, as a button oh, she's gorgeous yeah. and uh you know all, all dressed up in night gear it was Kara Goucher <laughs> and she was there for the half marathon uh the New York City half mm-hmm. um which she which she won so yeah very cool yeah it's uh did she wave hey Chris <laughs> no <laughs> no and and I I desperately did want to go talk to her and I didn't get a chance to but that's my Kara Goucher story but yeah she's uh Love to have her on the show as well, and of course Meb had a, had a great finish in New York as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, always great to see uh, see him doing well at the age of thirty nine years old. I mean, way to go for for us old guys. And aren't oh. we still waiting right now for the final results from uh, Jeptu when she won Chicago a couple weeks ago? I don't know. Her results came back bad. <laughs> it, you mean her uh, her drug test? Her drug test. Yep. So they do too. The first one was was positive. They won't say for what, and so they're waiting for the second one to come back. I don't know that it's come back yet. And wow. she was going for the World Majors Championship, which was a massive purse, which I think you have to win Berlin, New York, Chicago, Boston. And she's on her way to doing that. But she'll be pulled. Yeah. So you know, Which is a disgrace if, if that happens. It is, but, you know, in, in our sport, it's, it's uh, we, we've been tainted through the whole cycling. Yeah. You know, but cycling was was an epidemic of it was a cultural epidemic in oh, cycling of, of doping and it's really cleaned up over the last number of years uh but then again is a whole different show to, but to, you haven't to deal heard with much about it in running and they get tested those those leaders get tested right so it's curious that this is one of the first that's really but frankly they get tested because they're olympic status really it, yeah. it's because because they can go to the olympics so they yeah. want to make sure that they're clean going going that way absolutely but you could be a professional runner still be doping with all due respect yep oh yeah yeah you know maybe not winning any majors but yeah winning a whole lot of the minors you know what i just hope it comes out that you know she's clean i, I really would yeah. hate to see it i hear you i hear you. you've been listening to running flat radio for more information about this show and other stuff going on at running flat go to runningflat.com and uh, Le Chocolat is open. It is smoking, the, the registration right now. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week. Thanks for listening, and keep running. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program.